Greetings all. Um, going to have part two of Colin Craft on our uh, show today, Mining in America. Hope you enjoy it. We uh, explore not only his past in the mining space and his experience, but some work we did together that really was um, revolutionary and groundbreaking. First tests in the world. Enjoy. Colin, um, back again. Want to keep going after your your time at uh, Canton and uh, some gold projects in BC? Uh, we we ended up working together. Uh, you uh, built a fabulous plant in Watson Lake. Uh, instead of sending out our bulk sample material to China, uh, we decided to do it locally. And um, you could you could make I guess. Necessity is the mother of invention, and we were broke. And you managed to build that plant on a on a shoestring budget. Yeah, well, working working at uh, all the the little places that I have in the middle of nowhere, you, you you learn to use your ingenuity where where you have to. Uh, many of these places were remote, so you need a piece. It could be a week. Two weeks away, and uh, in in the uh, in the mineral processing industry, we don't have time to shut down for two weeks. I mean, plants typically run most of twenty four seven. So, yeah, no, it, it, my general uh, experience. I mean, through actually, uh, started in underground mining, and then assaying, and then mill operating. And then into the supervisory roles and whatnot, as well as learning a lot of the maintenance. You know, the general overview of how the whole thing works together. You know, really, really helped me out with putting that that plan together and making it work. I, I, you're one of the more, more, most practical, common sense people I've ever met. And uh, eventually, we did manage to to get money and, and improve it, but. Um, we were able to uh, create a, a plant and then a, a, a eventually a secondary recovery unit that that produced uh, green gold, uh, like 100% green gold, no chemicals, no, nothing. It was all water and gravity, uh, two different concentrates. It must be a huge sense of accomplishment to be able to reach that ultimate goal oh absolutely i mean we we took it took it from you know just a, a small small little test plant into into a a really uh awesome pilot pilot plant and mm -hmm. uh had some incredible results um the, but the i think the building building of the sru that was that was the big one for me i mean to do that uh that switch from looking at uh, using the, the intensive cyanide leach, you know, leach reactor type type thing, and switching switching to environmental solution. I mean, it was yeah an, an incredible thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so for the for the benefit of people that aren't familiar with it, I'll kind of summarize. We produced two concentrates. One was you pour into a Doré bar. We'll show a picture of the, of the gold bar. Um, we poured a number of them. I, I do want to get to the blob story at some point. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite. But we um we sent second concentrate off to a smelter and we didn't get very accurate results. I'm not going to go too far down that road, but um, we had a gold-silver ratio that we always saw in the lab, and it wasn't the same, and we knew it was not accurate. Yeah, it was clear clear as bell to me that uh, something went on there. So, yeah. yeah and, that, and, that's where the idea of uh, building the, the leach reactor came about. So Yeah. So, so we decided that we would build a, and call it a secondary recovery unit, and it replaced the smelter process, and it replaced it without chemicals. Correct? Well. well I mean, it, it, it uses chemicals, but I mean, it, it's all self-contained, right? The, the, the envi environmental solution is, is chemical. Okay, okay. But not cyanide. But not cyanide. The advantages to the environmental solution are, are numerous. Uh, the, the reusability of it, there, thereby uh, removing the need to have any sort of discharge. Uh, Huge. Yep. Uh, uh, safe, safety aspect of it and permitting, uh, way less than what we would we were trying to go through with the, the cyanide permit. And remember when we were trying mm -hmm. to put that manual together and get the transportation and the storage and yeah. holy smokes. I mean, I, I spent a month, maybe two months just trying to put that together. And then mm -hmm. uh, having the antidote kits and well, who's, who can, who can, uh, because it was a IV shot, like who can, who can give the shot? It has to be a doctor or a nurse. And, I mean, it just, it was never ending. It was such a relief when that testing of the environmental solution came back positive and we decided to make the switch. Yeah. And and, and it, it actually had better recovery than cyanide, correct? Uh, quick, quick, quicker and, and to the, to the same level. I mean, it, as, as with all, all, uh, leaching, I mean, it's, or dependent to some extent, I mean, some, yeah. some, better one way some works better another way and i mean we this was a prototype and and new process to us i mean we were learning the whole time and we had amazing results yeah. right off the bat well and this yeah. was the the first on-site test that the environmentals solvent had gone through in the world so we were we were breaking trail right yeah absolutely i love that saying <laughs> <laughs> So we replaced the smelter process and uh, successfully created an environment where we had 100% green gold. Didn't need to go through a smelter, which has a lot of uh, issues, as people know, um, and eventually led to the creation of another company that's now testing it in situ uh, with Group 11. Um, but I... I was amazed at your technical abilities uh, in adapting the, the SRU, um, which we you, you built on the back of a trailer. It was really a prototype. Yeah. Oh yeah, it surely is. But it worked incredibly well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it solved problems all over the place for us. <laughs> Yeah, and we're we're still working to try and get that message out. It's um, 
people are a little slow to adapt to change at times, but it's it's necessary in the mining industry. Oh, in, innovation is is the uh, only way it's it's gonna gonna survive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So so let's talk about the blob. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite well, story, and we have yeah. pictures that I'll get Gemma to put up of of me holding the blob. Um, and then you holding the gold bar and actually a Mountie holding the gold bar as yeah. well after the, the second, but um, maybe, maybe lay out what happened with the blog because I, I love the story. <laughs> well, that was, that was our, our biggest core, core uh, out there at the plant. That was that, uh, the, the first big, big bulk sample that, that we did. And uh yeah, well, I mean, it was a, a number of uh, pre-melts to because I had such a large amount of material and a limited limited capacity in my uh, my crucible. So, number of pre-melts, and then at the end, put it together for the the final melt and and the big pour. And things just didn't look right there at the end. You could see me getting <laughs> worse. <laughs> <laughs> so we poured poured it, and it didn't look good. Let her cool. Flip the mold over and not a drop of gold. <laughs> I still remember because we were so excited because we had all the gold and we had about how how big was the bar that we poured? That was seven hundred ounces. Seven hundred ounces. So seven hundred times nineteen hundred US today. You know that's a that's a that's a hefty amount of of money that's yeah. going to keep us keep us in business and. Yeah. Um, I remember the, the pouring the smaller ones and then waiting for the big bar and the crucible, nothing came out. It was like, where could yeah. it possibly go? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, crucibles only last so long. And I pushed it just one, one cook too long. It burned yeah. a hole in the side and all the gold leaked out and uh, ran into the bottom of the furnace and created the brain. The brain, the, the brain, that's what it was. And it was all slag and then insulation and gold. And then yeah. it formed into a something that looked like the brain. And, and Gemma will show the photo. Um, and we and it was a Friday afternoon yeah. before a long weekend. And we couldn't leave it all laying around. We had to cool it down and get it to the bank. And I, I remember, um, I can't remember if you drove to the bank or I drove, but I think one of us was like bouncing that thing off our lap. <laughs> yeah, we're still hot when we, when we put it in the same closet box <laughs> and all the way there. <laughs> well, the good news was that we, you, not we, you got the crucible replaced, poured the bar and yeah. off it went and um, had a Mountie take it to Toronto, show it around and and then a whole different story. We created green gold coins out of it with indigenous art. Yep. Yeah. No, that good. was fun. <laughs> Cherish those coins I got. You know, knowing that uh, that that's gold that uh, I processed. Yeah. 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 We're. I'm, I. I want to get some people on here, including the artists, to talk about what we did that created really a forum through the, the industry of mining and exploration, a forum to help promote uh, local art too. But that blog, that brain story is my favorite story. 
<laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, this uh, has been Bill, fun. Bill was, watching, Bill was watching on the camera at the same time, too, going, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> That's right. I forgot, yes, because we had a good security system, and Bill was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um, all of this started because of Bill's great idea that we're broke and the best way to advance a small project is if we can't get gold out of a high-grade gold product project, like, why are we in this business? So the guilty party was in Dallas during this, yeah. <laughs> watching on camera. And when the gold didn't come out, the, the cell phone started ringing. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, one day I'll, I'll I'll get him to appear on camera and, and tell his end of the tale. <laughs> yeah, he was in Dallas, still healing his back from the from the very very beginning. Remember, we were we were packing packing the buckets over to the to the plant. <laughs> I I have photos of what the like there were five or ten gallon buckets, yep. walking them up the ladder, and putting in into to crush them and uh yeah not having enough money to uh actually get a conveyor belt <laughs> yeah we got it in there it took a few weeks but hey hey we couldn't wait we wanted to get the gold out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know I, I think that's such a wonderful wonderful part of my life yeah it was it was exciting absolutely yeah. Well, thank you, Colin. I've I've had a lot of fun going down memory lane, and um, I think you are uh, just a perfect example of of the talent that exists in this industry. And um, just, re- I really want to just keep telling people what a great sector it is, and more people should be working in it, and should be building our economies around it. Absolutely, I agree. It's, uh... But what we need here in, in North America is to, to make this happen instead of shutting it all down. Yeah. Oh, the opportunity for wealth creation is huge. And um, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to watch it go elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But hey, we're going to do some really neat stuff with Group 11 too. And I know you've got some other things uh, in the hopper. So I wish you great success and I look forward to seeing you again when we can, now that we're able to, well, unless the FAA is involved, um, travel freely. (laughs) Yeah, air air travel has been a bit of a mess lately. Yes, yes. But thank you so much, Colin. I really appreciate this. You You have a wonderful day and we'll talk again. Oh, by the way, 1800 bar in Colorado. Nice. (laughs) See ya. Hey, bye.